0: Hey folks, welcome to a podcast about Catholic things. This is Eric, the ambassador of common sense, and I'm here with...
1: Dan, the ambassador of nonsense. Hello, everyone. <coughs>
0: um, uh-huh. This is the first time since... Um, since what? Sorry, I, I got distracted by another person. So, oh. uh, this is the first time in a long up. time that we've just recorded twice in a row.
1: You know what? That's true. That's true.
0: Um here's the thing Maybe though. I I made notes this time of things that I, because every time I listen to the podcast, I have to listen to it to make sure there's no bad spots and every time I listen to it, I think I need to bring this up the next time we record and I forget. Mm. This time yeah. I made notes. There are four okay, things good. that we got to that that I need to follow up on. Uh huh. First of all, the the drive through in Indiana. Or er, in Indiana, I was wrong. That that is in Harrison, not in West Harrison, Indiana. It's in Harrison, Ohio.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, minor I, thing, but okay. uh, yeah.
0: So you're right. Um, I said there were 13 people in the hospital with coronavirus. That wasn't uh, what was being pointed out to me. There were 13 people who died in New York hospital in one day. So 13 people in one oh, day died. And, uh, I still I don't see. think that's an alarming number.
1: No, no, I mean, and, not you know, when there's, there's, a there's pandemic. more numbers they've got. Yeah, that's, um, I mean, this, this, I've seen a lot of, um, I've seen some, uh, hints at studies that, have that have uh kind of indicated that it's not nearly as as lethal as as the statistical projections would seem to make it um like there was one that somebody did on a population that was on a princess cruise that was quarantined because somebody had it and so you've got kind of an enclosed population you've got a really good yeah i kept bringing that up to try to you know stuff like that yeah and there was a a um I think a study I I wouldn't know how to reference it uh but I think by Oxford University in uh England that indicated that maybe as much as 60% of the population of the UK already had had it. Yeah. and was over it. So and then you know when you get to the point that the only people that you're going to um test for it I mean the only people you really become aware of having it are the people who show symptoms and even more so the people who you would consider high risk and so forth what that does is is it depresses your knowledge uh your estimates of how many people really have it and it inflates the mortality rate that you would calculate from that mhm so we had um yeah here's you know, the thing it's, about it's a that real we virus. had well it hold does on kill i got a I gotta
0: say this real quick about the mic. Um, I'm using my son's mic and mm-hmm. I didn't know the P's would be quite so loud. I, because I don't know how to use the mic. Uh, I don't know how to use. Oh, dang on it. Hold on. Something's wrong here. Oh, okay. I, I hate technology. <laughs> I love technology. <laughs> well, you know Except when it doesn't <laughs> work. It's like, It was all set up. I had it all planned. I know. I bought these new things, and now they're running out of battery, and I don't know what to do about them. Folks, I I don't even know what happened there. We had problems, and so I'm going to cut out a whole lot of junk. But it's not going to. It's not. You're going to know something happened. So
1: uh, I will have cut out a whole lot of junk. By the time they're listening,
0: but I did. You'll know that it's not. That something weird happened, and I have lost my audio, and I had to go find a way to regain it. And Danny, it sounds like Danny's got coronavirus, because he's been coughing that entire time. (laughs) He's been coughing since we started recording. Well,
1: I've been wishing that we had done a show two days ago, because that would be my April Fool's.
0: (laughs) That would be funny if you just coughed the
1: whole show, and we talked, and we didn't notice it,
0: and I didn't point it out. And we talked about how silly this coronavirus stuff is. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Anyway. Um. But that's not the topic of today, I, is it?
0: It's not. But I have to. Okay. It, my wife had pointed out that look, your father-in-law uh, has coronavirus, is in the hospital with it, a tube yes. down his throat right now, and you're talk you're talking to people as if. Uh, it's not a big deal, and you don't get that sick with it, and that isn't what I meant to convey. No. Um. No. My and actually, Danny, I, we we would kind of touch on it briefly in text messages, but we never actually talked on it before the podcast. But I kind of knew the direction you were coming from, and I assumed you knew the direction I was coming from. My mm-hmm. direction was yep. this. Um, the government has told us and every single expert has told us that no matter what, every single person in the population is likely to get it. And that there's nothing we can do to keep that from happening. Yeah. So, my thoughts are then why don't we go out and meet it? As if we're mm-hmm. um... Why don't we go build the hospitals up? We've got a week before it really hits us hard if if all we're trying to do is keep the hospitals from being overwhelmed, then prepare. Don't hide in our homes that's the wrong that's the wrong way Americans do things. We don't do things that way. We yeah. go out and we meet things and that's that's where I was coming from, and I'm beeping yeah. again. I'm yeah. afraid I'm going to lose my audio.
1: I can hear it this time,
0: well, it happened again, and um, but I'm back again, and uh, hopefully it won't happen again because we need to finish this recording um, I think we're gonna end up talking about the coronavirus again at the end, because that's the only thing oh in the we news. will, and
1: yeah. So We will talk about it.
0: uh, I guess now we should start talking about what we're supposed to talk about. And that is... Well, hold on. What?
1: Are are you drinking that beer? Oh, no. I haven't opened it
0: yet. I'm finishing my coffee first.
1: But you got... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, because I really wanted to highlight this beer. Okay, which one? uh, The one you're drinking? Or the one I'm drinking? Yeah, both actually. But the one I'm drinking especially... So my son goes to Purdue and this, I, I was going like browsing through Kroger and I know you're not supposed to, you know, go shop for non-essentials, but I went to the beer aisle anyway and I saw this can that, um, what caught my eye first was the black can with a gold, like locomotive on it. Um, and it said boiler black and I thought, huh, that almost looks Purdueish. And I looked a little bit closer, and the front of the locomotive had a little P in it, uh, like the letter P. It was. I picked it up, and right next to it was another beer, um, gold with, with the black locomotive, called Boiler Gold. And this one, that's what I'm drinking now, Boiler Gold. It's an American golden ale. It's brewed and canned by People's Brewing Company in uh, Lafayette, Indiana, where Purdue is. It's kind of cool. It says, Boiler Gold American Ale is brewed by People's Brewing Company using ingredients researched by Purdue University and grown by local farmers. Uh, It's a brewery apparently um, founded by Purdue alumni uh, and they use science at Purdue, and you know Purdue is is a big agricultural. In addition to the engineering part, it's yeah. agriculture is is really one of its founding missions. Um, and it says a proceed of the um a portion of the proceeds from this beer directly benefit programs at Purdue University. So, kind of cool. Yeah, true local beer. Is it good? You know what the the gold uh it it says it's. A American Golden Ale. Honestly, it tastes just a little bit sour to me, but almost like, almost like there was something a little bit off in the processing. So, um, no. I don't know, over oxygenated or something like that. Um, so,
0: I gotta figure out how to open this. I for, I, had, it's, I haven't drank it so long. I forgot to, how to open beer. Let's see. You, you grab it so bottle. that your knuckles even. There we go.
1: So what'd you do? How how'd you open it? I used With my ring?
0: my Zippo lighter.
1: Oh, I always use my ring, my pinky ring. Um but
0: I did open it and I, well, it's called Quaff On.
1: There's a Quaff On is the brewer. Yeah. Busted, busted, knuckle. busted knuckle is the beer. That's a pretty good beer too.
0: Uh it's not bad for the ones that you've sent I haven't liked hardly any of the ones you've sent me so far. Um I have a question have to about focus IPAs. On some of those Scotch I, yeah. Why is everything an IPA?
1: Uh you mean why is IPA why are IPAs popular now? I guess.
0: I almost feel I like know. beer snobs like saying IPA.
1: That could be. It's like Maybe, a code, yeah, you know. If you say like, yeah,
0: IPA, like, you know your beer. If you're drinking an IPA, because they taste awful. And if well, you're I drinking don't think an so. IPA, I think they taste
1: great. You're a beer. It, snob. It's actually one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite. Um, Give me a Sam varieties Adams. Of, of beer, but, um, but you know everybody can. You know what I think it is. Give me a but. I think. I think it's identifiable you know it, it breweries you know it was, it was craft breweries started making it and it's something that the the not not beer snob but want to be beer snobs can latch onto, and and they can throw it around and yeah. stuff and sound intelligent and and is it, you know oh, stand yeah. around. I, I think that's what it is
0: uh i peed
1: beer, Uh, something, I I can't think of some, because they, to me they taste,
0: they taste nasty,
1: Uh, they're sour and yuck, they're not sour, they're bitter,
0: bitter, okay, they're bitter, they're gross,
1: yeah, they're very bitter,
0: why, okay, maybe it's like coffee, I mean if you, most people don't start off in life liking coffee, a lot of people start off drinking coffee specifically for a reason, and then they, they it grows on them, and they they like the taste of coffee later. Huh. So maybe IPAs are like that.
1: Yeah, or olives. Olives are bitter, but a different kind of bitter. But yeah, I, okay, maybe maybe it's like that. It was never like that with me. It was like, you know, love a first sip kind of thing. Hold on, what? An earthquake just hit San Diego. San Diego. San Diego?
0: Well, that'll be in our current events because uh that's crazy just thing. San Diego. Yes. Two an earthquake just ago, hit San Diego. Two hours ago.
1: An earthquake? Wow. San Diego. A
0: tunnel? tunnel? So A tu- tor- Ma- because, because of the earthquake? No. Oh. That was
1: before
0: the earthquake. Now all right. It's earthquake. All right. Sorry, I just um, you help it. my wife has all these Conspiracy theories, and every time she finds a little piece of evidence that would point toward one being true, she has to point it out to me. They found a ton uh, of under okay. under this, some one under California leading to Mexico, and they seized a bunch of drugs in there.
1: But oh, okay,
0: it's her contention that that is used more for human trafficking than for drugs.
1: Oh, which is possible but um it's certainly possible that it's used for human trafficking um the
0: the number of humans being trafficked is what's in question mhm i i don't know yeah
1: anyway it wouldn't shock me that they are though i mean that's it's right it's one of the horrible realities yeah i
0: just i guess Uh, We got to talk. We'll talk about that another time because that opens up a whole new discussion.
1: You know, at some point here, we're going to have to get to the topic we planned for today. Right?
0: We're well, a lot of it's going to be cut off right now. We're 25 minutes in and we haven't even said what we're talking about. We're talking about Aristotle, not Aristotle. We're talking about Galileo. I don't know why I said that. I don't. I don't. We're just going to talk about what happened there. And the reason Mm I, the reason I started looking into this is because I was on a forum that has nothing to do with, uh, religion or with science. And somebody said something about the Catholic Church, um, holding back science for centuries. And I thought it was odd. And of course he brings up Galileo for this. And I thought, well, wait a minute. Um, they weren't holding back science, they were holding back Galileo. Um, and I had, I guess, the more I researched it, the more I thought, it's not talked about properly um, yeah. by most people. When they bring up Galileo... It's hard to talk about properly. It, it's, right. There's an obvious uh, bias against the church whenever anyone talks about Galileo. And mm-hmm. so that's what I uh, wanted to talk about.
1: Yeah. I'm we don't look- have a bias against the church, so let's talk about Galileo.
0: Right. I'm looking at my, uh, my computer screen and I'm seeing my peas pop way up again. And I'm going to try to, hopefully, uh, it's not as bad as they look, but I'm going to try to position myself further away from the mic so it doesn't happen as much. But now I'm real quiet, and you can hardly hear me.
1: I, I can hear you. I don't know about the computer.
0: Okay. Um, oh, because we're talking through a phone, not the mic. That's right. Yeah. Um. I'll I'll play with it. Um. Okay. So, but before any, when you're talking about Galileo, the first thing you have to do is talk about kind of the lay of the land in 1600. And maybe mm-hmm. the period before that, 1500 to 1600, or even uh, from the very start of the church going on all the way back to like 150 A.D. Um, right. It's, it's important to note here that most societies uh, had, they, they didn't have astronomers like we do today. They had astrologers, and this is something the church had been fighting from the very beginning. Uh, there are decrees going back to 150 A.D. against astrology. Mm-hmm. So as you look forward and things creep up on the events surrounding Galileo, it's important to keep that in mind. Um,
1: right. Right, because the the what what the church was coming from was a position in which there was a lot of um, anti-rational superstition attached to the stars in the heavens and the study of them.
0: Right. So, in say the period fifteen hundred to
1: sixteen hundred.
0: Again, you you got to remember there's no telescopes.
1: We see Yeah, Galileo invented the telescope.
0: Well, he didn't quite invent he He got one and made it much better and was able to see okay. much more than uh other people like uh the I can't remember the guy's name who who put the first patent in uh for a claim for it, but um he made it better, and he a, used it.
1: They had patents back then?
0: Yeah, it was like 16-something. Uh, let me look up the guy's name. Uh, Hans Lippershey, And that was in 1608 he put in a patent. But he was not the first guy to make it. And he was able to magnify up to three times. Um, Galileo made one even better and clearer. And this was a, mm-hmm. he was an eyeglass maker in, uh, a Dutch eyeglass maker, and a lens grinder, and he had made this thing as, hey, look, You can look at stars and stuff. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Right.
0: But, we know so much about space now, and we kind of take it for granted, a lot of things that they didn't know back then. For example, we had stars, you see the stars, and we've to make it easier to talk about parts of the sky, they divide them up into constellations. Um, because every day you, you you go out and the stars are in pretty much the same spot. They move mm-hmm. throughout the sky, but um, they're they stay in is, relation to each other, right? Right. Yeah,
1: and 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 dur- during different parts of the year, depending on where you are on Earth different constellations are visible, but if you go and look every night, you see that changing gradually. Yeah. And then it cycles back year right. after year.
0: Except for these four stars. And to them, that's what they look like, stars. And mm-hmm. the, they wandered from spot to spot, and they, oh, what are these planets here? They called them planets. They didn't know they were planets. They, they looked like other stars. Because if you... Even if you get your telescope out and you look at a star, it always remains as a point of light. You never see an actual yeah. disk. Um,
1: it's, yeah, yeah, we can't resolve that on Earth to anything more than a point.
0: But it wasn't until they had a telescope that they could look at these planets and say, wait a minute, that's a disk. It's not just a point mm-hmm. of light. I can see There's a circle there. There's something
1: different about that. Right. Um,
0: so we've got 1500 years. 1600 years of building, uh, building knowledge about these things and trying to fight superstition and not just superstition, but trying to fight, uh, error. I mean, the church was mm-hmm. interested in preserving the truth because yeah. back then the church ran most of the universities. They started and/or ran the schools, so there there was it was important for them to keep from airing, and it, they decided what's going to be taught in the schools. So they had to take it pretty seriously, and you couldn't just some guy comes up with a uh, a theory. Hey, I think this is, and they say, well, uh, you got to prove it first.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the theories that people came up with would, would, you know, could be as it wasn't like today where there's a lot of, um, scientific inquiry and a, and a specific understanding of experimental methodology and that kind of stuff. The kinds of theories that people came up with, um, were as like to be, uh, theories that, that, uh, delved into uh not mere superstitions in the sense of of you know um incorrect beliefs about how things work but um even um you know spiritual errors and 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 it could lead people into you know right. uh various forms of demonology and stuff like that i mean it's the 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 need to guard carefully was real.
0: Yeah. And um look, they had they had several there were several models out there uh regarding what the universe looked like. And the test of any model was okay, if it looks like this then mathematically uh, you should be able to tell us where this planet is going to be on this day and where the sun's going to be, where the moon's going to be, things like that. Mm-hmm. So they had a working model. for And when it comes to studying the stars, all they had was mathematics for the first 1,500 years. They could look at yeah. where the stars and stuff were, and they could deduce things mathematically. That's... And and then they had, you know, basically what they saw. It looks like they're going around us. That's all they know. And then mathematically they come up with, well, this, we could do it like this, and then we had this working model. It was, we could for the most part, tell where the planets were going to be, where the stars were going to be, you know, years into the future. And when Galileo well not even Galileo, when uh uh Copernicus comes up with this other model, mm-hmm. this heliocentric model, it's he he presents it and they find that whether they use his model or the geocentric model, which most people already accepted and knew, uh they got the same numbers. It, there right. wasn't too much of a difference in in finding out where the planets were going to be and and like that. So, this guy comes up with a, mod, a new model and uh, it was rejected. And it wasn't until Kepler finally demonstrated that there were physical observations of the sun that made... Uh, that made it more likely that uh, we were going around the sun instead of the sun going around us. That uh, we started to reconsider that. But until then, you're talking about you're, you're talking about while it's a uh, while it's a divine institution, it's still a human institution, and it's run by human mm-hmm. beings. And right. you've got right. people who have been taught one thing for 1600 years suddenly being asked to completely change that and obviously there's going to be a little bit of uh, resistance there whether whether he's right or not and at that point it yeah. had not been proven that he was right they can't just change it until it's proven and so that's the stage where Galileo comes in Um <laughs> Again, they're fighting a lot of things, one of which is, uh, astrology. And most, most astronomers were also astrologers because an astronomer can't get paid to sit and study the stars. Uh, he's got to pay the bills. Right. And a lot Somebody's, of them yeah, served so- as, uh, as seers for rich families and, uh, monarchies and governments. For example, I, I'm going to mispronounce probably a lot of names. Uh, Giordano Bruno. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, was, he was one of the first to speculate that the stars were suns and that they had their own planets going around them and, um, and that our planets were actually other things like Earth. Right. And I right. think this is actually before uh, you could see that in a telescope. Um, Mm -hmm. he was burned at the stake for heresy. But not because.
1: 1600. Yeah. Not
0: because, uh, not because he, he taught this, these things about the planets, but because he was a heretic. He, uh, he believed in reincarnation. He taught against the Virgin Mary and the Trinity. And he was also a cosmologist. So,
1: it, in fact, he, um, he did, one he, of the, go ahead. the the inquisitors who tried him um, listed his um, his favor of heliocentrism among his unorthodox positions, uh, and you know when when heretics um, they are, um, I don't know exactly how it was done but they're 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 requested to uh abjure or or to reject their heretical um you know propositions that Do you mean like it's um, a last
0: chance or
1: I don't know if it's a if just, it's a something that they have to we abjure or, or if it's that I don't I don't know which way it is but um Pope Clement the 8th Um, removed his writings in favor of heliocentrism from the propositions that he had to abjure. So, specifically, even though the inquisitors brought those up as part of the charges against him, the Pope removed those as charges against him, as heretical charges.
0: Enter Galileo, who can see uh, the planets better than we had before, who could see the sun uh better than we had before. And um mm-hmm. uh, this all started I he started teaching some of this stuff, but it, it the real charges started with a book, didn't it?
1: Um he published a letter to Padre Castelli um discussing scriptural and theological arguments being advanced against the, you know, the new heliocentric system that kind of put him in the view of the, the Holy office. The Cardinal, uh, Fondrato submitted the letter that he uh, wrote to Padre Castelli to the consultors of the Holy office. Who is, who is Uh, this Padre? So it's actually, it, it, appears to be the title of something. Hold on just a minute. Okay, yeah, it is a letter to Benedetto Castelli which is the first written statement in which he discussed the the theological and scriptural um concerns about heliocentrism. So that and then later he published the book in uh 1615 or his study Machine Solari, which I think is probably the book that, um, started the, the big controversy. But anyway, yeah, he published the book. Um, it arrived in Rome and, and prior to this, the, even, um, Copernicus's work had been published by the church, uh, with a foreword that was Ostensibly at the time written by Copernicus, there's some question now whether it really was, um, saying that, that the helio, excuse me, had a yawn coming on, the heliocentrism model that Copernicus described, um, was only a hypothetical, um, they had a term that they used back then, um, saving the appearances. In other words, it's a model that, that gave the results perhaps more accu- accurately than other models but but it was only you know hypothetical um for those purposes so anyway the you know he publishes his book he arrives in rome but his friends are advising him keep his treatment of heliocentrism hypothetical just claim it's a good means of saving the appearances um one of those that advised him that way was Cardinal uh, Berberini, who later became Pope Urban VIII, who was the Pope that condemned him in 1633. So that's kind of how things go for a time. Um, at some point, the Pope. Let's see. I don't. I don't know if it's the Pope or uh, if it's the, you know someone in the Holy Office, but. But the Holy Office basically meets to consider theological um qualifications to the propositions of heliocentrism. The first being that the sun is the center of the universe and immobile in local motion, which, of course, now in our understanding, we would say that's absurd anyway. And that's not even quite what heliocentrism is in modern parlance. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second being the earth is not the center of the universe and is not immobile, but turns on itself with the diurnal movement. Um, And they unanimously censured the propositions as uh, foolish, absurd in philosophy, and formally heretical on the grounds of expressly contradicting the statements of Holy Scripture. And here's the interesting thing: the various offices of the church, and and these were extensions of the pope. That's it's it's it doesn't do to say, oh well, this office did it, but not the pope. And it doesn't really do to say that these were just the expressions of the personal beliefs of the men, but not of you know their mm-hmm. official um, uh, binding um, statements, so to speak. But all of the places that they Condemned and and um, classified, you know, classified as too strong a word. It it implies too much um, process. But all the places where they labeled heliocentrism as a heresy, they specifically did it on the grounds that it contradicts holy scripture. So Mm -hmm. what they really were doing was saying, okay, holy scripture is true and correct and anything that contradicts it is incorrect and heresy. But what they never got around to doing was teaching in any specific forum or in any particular way that the particular way that they were reading Holy Scripture and the particular ways that they were giving to interpreting Holy Scripture were the correct ways of doing so. So yeah. I th- I think it's one of those where the church I'm using kind of air quotes taught that heliocentrism was a heresy but they only taught it in reference to it being a contradiction of scripture and to the extent that it, you know, would address heliocentrism itself, it's kind of it it fell narrowly outside of their, um, you know, the scope of the church's infallibility to teach. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about the, um, you know, that the church is infallible in, in things relating to faith and morals. Well, they were relating it to faith because of a perceived contradiction of scripture and scripture absolutely is within their scope to uh, teach but they never actually taught the scripture. They just declared it as heresy because in their perceptions, it it contradicted scripture.
0: So there was never I a really... definition of... There was never a definition from the Pope or uh, from the church that um, the way to interpret this scripture is to uh, believe that the sun goes around the earth. Exactly. That the earth is the center of the universe.
1: Right, exactly. And, you know, I really think that throughout time and from, you know, in periods, you know, obviously Satan is always working against the church. Mm -hmm. And Satan is trying to undermine the church. You know, uh, morally, you know, you've got the modern infiltration of the clergy by homosexual priests that led to the big, you know, sexual scandal we have now. Yeah. Okay. So that, that created a huge moral undermining of people's trust in the church. This was an, I believe that, that some aspects of this were actually orchestrated by the devil to try to put the church into a position of an extreme undermining of, uh, of trust in it intellectually. Uh, and even more so, it, you know, five years ago, I would have said, today it's kind of getting harder to say with some of the stuff that's coming out of the Francis pontificate, but yeah. five years ago, I would have said that this case, the Galileo Affair, represents the closest that the church has ever come to breaking in the sense of um, failing to, you know, in one of its defined um, charisms, you know, the charisms of indefectibility and infallibility and and so forth. Um, I think this is one of those, like, like the closest the church ever came to breaking in, in that sense. Yeah. But you know, by, by providence and the grace of God, it didn't, you know, of course, the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Um, And, and yet when you look at it from a human point of view, you can't quite blame the church leaders for acting the way they did. It's not like they were acting out of animosity, right? You know, it's, it's not like they had some kind of sense of, oh, wait a minute, if, if, if people start believing Galileo, they're going to stop believing us. No, if they had endorsed Galileo, Galileo would have endorsed them, and they knew that. They knew him to be, at least to desire to be a son of the church. Uh, you know, that right. it, it wasn't that kind of animosity based, um, uh, you it know, wasn't kind of religion down versus on science, science kind of thing. Yeah, it wasn't at all a religion versus science kind of affair.
0: It was, uh, which of us are correct? And, uh, I, I, I've never seen in the fight from Galileo where he, uh, pointed out to them that, um, he never made a religious rebuttal that I ever saw. (laughs)
1: I'll have to look up the that 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 that's what that first letter that I mentioned was that, that that's where he actually discusses theological and scriptural arguments, but whether he actually presented those as such to the um, the Holy Office during his trial, I don't know. That would be, uh, in fact, that's something that that I should have uh, <laughs> researched for this. It, podcast. it was
0: the uh, Inquisition that uh, tr- tried him, wasn't it?
1: That prosecuted i, I guess is, would be a better yeah, word i think that's the same thing as the holy Office. i i think that's what the holy office is the, the, it was the okay. holy office of inquisitors um, i've always today,
0: thought of the inquisition call it, as a as a political branch
1: oh in this case no i mean it okay they i think in the like in spain for example that they, the church had established inquisitors you know I, I don't think the i think inquisitors was a little bit more loose of a word and so the inquisition in spain is different than the mm-hmm. the holy office inquisitors but today you would call it the congregation for the doctrine of the faith okay it's it's the same it's the same um office that cardinal ratzinger before he became benedict pope benedict the um was in charge of under um, pope saint john paul ii okay and the the other
0: point is that he was never actually convicted of heresy
1: continues to maintain his okay so pope urban orders an interrogation concerning his belief galileo is sentenced as vehemently suspect of heresy right interesting never never actually convicted of heresy that's tr- correct
0: there are two points there showing first of that's all that the, point. the the pope or the church did not def, did not theologically uh define anything in concerns with um the position of the earth and the sun and and how they relate to each other and second of all that no as far as we know they did not charge they did not convict anyone of heresy for believing in the heli- heliocentric system so to That's say true. that the church taught it was heresy is not quite correct
1: yeah it's the the church certainly declared it to be heresy but only in reference to its apparent contradictions of scripture not right. as some kind of, of specific or direct theological, uh, revelation or anything like that. You know. And, and it's this, interesting how in all the cases it's always because it contradicts scripture. They had no problem with it except that it contradicted scripture in their minds.
0: Right. And you know what kind of this brings up a, a point. Um, it was on this topic that the church kind of, uh, I don't want to say overstepped, but they they wandered outside of, they started to wander outside of their uh, theological uh, authority. Because they have yeah. no scientific authority. Right. And they started to wander outside of their authority, and it, it, let's, it was a disaster. I mean, Galileo is right, and so is, uh, a lot of other people that they at first, uh, said were wrong. Now, fast forward 500 years, we've got Pope Francis talking about things like, uh, environmentalism and uh, again we've got the church stepping way outside of its uh, scope yeah and it's, he's condemning it's... things that he has no right condemning he's condemning capitalism when that's so far removed from what he's supposed to even be talking about
1: yeah you know that's a good point and, and I never drew that parallel The church during the time of Galileo um, stepped outside of its boundaries um, in opposition to a rising scientific development. Okay, we'll we'll call it that and, and state that as it is. Today, the church is stepping, the Pope is stepping out of his proper scope of authority um, Not against The rising popularity of something But in concert with The popularity of yeah. You know the, the, the ways of the world so to speak The worldliness Yeah and But in both cases it's the same thing The church is not tending to what It is there to tend to Right You're supposed to be looking after
0: souls That's, that's it um... Yeah and in both cases the church the their their statements are wrong they're incorrect
1: um, mm-hmm. yeah that's why i said that uh, 5 years ago i would have said that galileo the the galileo affair was the closest the church came to breaking uh you know in the sense of violating its its uh kind of claimed infallibility that the charism to you know of infallibility but but even then, I think that, that charism is something that, um, it's, it's like, it's not one of those things that you can pin on a, a single statement, a single time. You, right. You, you've got to watch the arc of the church's development. This, what Pope Francis is doing will eventually be kind of swept under and, not swept under, but, 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 re, uh, corrected and forgotten. The church will correct itself. Yeah. Um, when, when Pope Francis is gone. That's, you know,
0: I would say one other thing here, though, that um, the the fiasco with Galileo uh, led to kind of an embarrassing moment in mm-hmm. in church history. And I, I think right now what's happening is every bit as embarrassing, even though uh, the church is with the... Po- hey, you know... <laughs> Even with Galileo, yeah, they were. There was this rising movement of scientists who say, "Hey, wait a minute, we've got this wrong." Um, but at the same time, it was the popular belief that uh, the sun moved around the Earth. Yeah, that was the popular belief, and that's what the church and it wasn't just
1: it wasn't popular in the sense of of a a common man popular it's it kind of like um it wasn't popular in in the sense of being populist like like yeah right. the 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 average guy in the street but only the no it was popular among the learned and knowledgeable you know, men who did. attended universities and did science and stuff like that. And, yeah, you know, the math, old the Chism, fogies so who
0: it, were like, "Wait a minute! This new new guy comes in with this, uh, and and my life's work is over now because he just proved me uh, everything I've been teaching to be wrong." And yeah, that was fought. And you know, I w- I would point out because there are people like uh, uh, Louis Pascal. Is he the one who uh, came up with the? Uh, vaccines
1: for oh, uh Pasteur, right? Pasteur. Yeah. Okay, who
0: came up with the 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 anthrax vaccine? There's a there's an old uh
1: Let me PBS see. I'm, I'm looking at type it on the uh
0: movie, a black and white movie uh about the guy who
1: About who, the guy who did it?
0: Yeah.
1: Fr- oh, it was Louis Pasteur. Yeah. Oh, and no, 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 applied his previous okay. method of his chickens. And antlers, he also did with cattle. rabies yeah. and
0: stuff like that, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh um, right. there's
0: okay. a there's a pretty good movie out. Uh uh it, it's black and white, it's pretty old, but it's a good movie about his struggle. And the fact is, is what he what he was facing was the establishment who laughed at him and told him he was wrong. And this was, this was the medical community whose job it was to protect the public from misinformation or one of their jobs.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. And this yeah. guy
0: comes up and starts talking about microbes and they're like, this guy's nuts. Yeah. In the same sense that, uh, these old, uh, astrologers slash astronomers are trying to protect the church from misinformation and this guy comes up and says that uh, no we got it wrong the 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 earth moves around the sun and it just yeah, spins the,
1: yeah and they're like well just man, like all the planets
0: <laughs> i you've got a bunch of old guys trying to protect the world from misinformation and this is what you get that and it's always going to be this way
1: mhm
0: i mean right now there's kind of something weird going on because uh the science community is grabbing on to every single new uh theory that comes along and they're yeah they're flip-flopping
1: yeah that's they're flip-flopping that's, that's... a lot mhm
0: and i i guess i would say that um things like climate change um man made climate change. We know that this is a hoax. The the numbers are there to show that it's a hoax. But yeah. uh they but grasped gets money. onto it pretty quickly it, and it gets grant money, that's why this is what happens when the science community is too quick to accept something.
1: Yeah, and then how much how much additional science is you know and i'm again using air quotes around science is being done only to try to save face you know they've they've right. kind of some many of them have gone all in on it and and it's like well if it comes out that or if it becomes sort of generally accepted that yeah it's not really a thing um you know they're discredited
0: right a lot I mean, of them.
1: It's not like, it's not like I would recognize any of them on the street and, and be able to, you know, brush my finger at them in shame or anything like that. But, but what happens is then their name, you know, is when, when their name is on that grant application, it's like, oh, well, yeah, he's the one oh, who wasted yeah. all that money on climate change yeah. stuff. You know, that kind of stuff happens. So yeah, there, there's, there's a strong impetus to, uh, to kind of circle the wagons and, and, and do everything they can to, Maintain that once they've given into that as as a um, as a consensus, so to speak, they do everything they can to maintain that.
0: Yeah, I would. I would but say. But you know that
1: what? The sixteen hundreds scientific
0: yeah. community was doing a better job than the two thousand twenty scientific community.
1: Exactly. That dynamic was not in play. During the time of Galileo, the the dynamic in play during the time of Galileo was at least sincere.
0: Yeah, they were they were interested in preserving the truth and only teaching the truth and not teaching people a bunch of uh, silly. Right. Stuff. They ended up being wrong, but but that's why it's such a huge deal is because uh, they weren't wrong about everything. They were wrong about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that one thing. Yeah, It's kind of interesting. Yeah, you're right. That's, you know, the the fact that they were wrong about that one thing is what has allowed all the enemies of the church to seize on that one thing to try to show the church as anti-science or anti-progress or something like that.
0: Why are you calling me?
1: I'm not calling you. My wife's See, sitting somebody, on the couch, and uh, I have a ring she's for my wife,
0: you? and she was calling me for some reason. Oh. <laughs> so Tag on it, I had a point to make, and I, I can't remember what it was. Now. So I just
1: pointed out the fact that it was just that one thing is what has allowed people to seize on it to try to uh, yeah, you and, know, undermine and, the the name of the church.
0: But that wasn't the only science. And there was a lot of science that had built up to where we were in 1600. The fact that Mm -hmm. they could predict where a planet would could be a year from that day is amazing. Considering they didn't even know how it worked. But the math that went into trying to figure out where the planets and the moon and the stars and the suns were going to be two, three, four years out is amazing.
1: Yeah, you. Yeah,
0: that's science. You can't. You can't say they were against science when they were doing these things.
1: And yeah, so much of this universe, these universities were funded by the church.
0: Yeah, it, it, and by
1: patronages through the church, and and so forth. I mean, it, no, I mean the church was fully engaged with and supportive of scientific inquiry. And and was the main uh driver of science driver in the sense of of providing the the necessary tools and the space and and the so forth to make that scientific inquiry
0: right and it, i i love pointing this out to people it was the catholic church that came up with the idea of the big bang well That's maybe true. Not that was a catholic, catholic priest it was a
1: priest <laughs> who um who mm-hmm.
0: Uh, first started to describe it happening that way, uh, as if something was there and then kind of exploded outward. Um, okay. I, uh, am I, I'm done. Are you done? Yeah, With I think Calaleo? I am done.
1: I mean, okay. to, to, to round it up, it's, this is not a case that can be brought in, in any support of, of any kind of, uh, um, accusation that the church is against science or has held back science or anything like that. Um, the, the men who were acting in leadership of the church at the time, um, were truly interested in, in moving science forward. And they, given the history and given everything that there was at the time, they acted in a way that was completely understandable um <clears throat> they just happened to be wrong about this thing um and the, in terms of the church's infallibility you still have to look at the overall arc not just pick like one point out of one instant in time and say oh hey this person said this see the church can be wrong it doesn't right. work that way
0: i now 50 years from now uh, we might be having a whole other discussion after, uh, we get through Pope Francis's, uh, reign. But for now, we can still Boy, point Boy, I, I and hope say we are. That, that, that would be awesome the, if I was the, having
1: a discussion. The Pope is
0: infallible. Uh, I believe in the Pope's infallibility. I believe in the Church's infallibility. Uh, I don't think that is, uh, I don't think the Galileo fiasco is an argument against it.
1: No. Not at all. I, I agree on all points.
0: Okay. Uh, we got current events.
1: What do we got for current events? Is okay. there anything in current events that doesn't have to do with coronavirus? Hardly anything. Hardly okay. anything. Um, that earthquake, by the way, it's only a magnitude 2.7. It's a nothing. 6.7? 2.7. Okay. 2.7. Oh,
0: okay. That's nothing. Yeah,
1: it's a nothing. It's a, yeah.
0: It's a non-event event. Um but there was a uh a 6.5 magnitude earthquake in Idaho
1: Utah or Idaho was it Idaho
0: Is Idaho this week it was Utah last week
1: Wait seriously
0: Yeah this is the third earthquake that uh has hit the news this uh in the past 2 weeks So yeah that's news
1: Okay wait a minute 5.7 in Utah and 6.5 in Even Idaho. You're one
0: right. in Idaho. Wow. Chalice Chalice Idaho. Mm-hmm. I don't know. These are all these uh, these middle ground states. Yeah. Um, okay, Donald Trump sent a bunch of navy ships to Venezuela on an anti-drug mission. Okay, and then I guess it was today that a bunch of drugs were seized in a uh, in a uh, uh, a tunnel leading from Mexico to California. Oh, okay. Uh, All right, Vicky's saying that that earthquake was a four point nine, not a two point five.
1: In San Diego, Uh, they're not they're not. uh, Let me let me. San Diego or San Francisco. San Diego. Oh, I said San. Yep, four point nine. Okay, that's a little bit heavier.
0: Um, I guess.
1: I guess it experienced a two point whatever I, I said. I can't hear you all of a sudden. I don't know if it's my my, oh, my really?
0: speakers, or if you did something.
1: I didn't. Do I, anything can, I can. I can hear you, but barely. Uh, my phone doesn't say I'm doing anything different. All right, must be me. What? Uh, I'll just try to listen real hard.
0: Uh, 20,000 people are, are arrested in the Dominican Republic for breaking curfew.
1: and <laughs> Coronavirus curfew, right? Yeah. There, there's kinds of
0: things like this going on all over the world. And it's yeah. my uh, belief that for some reason governments are grabbing this opportunity to just take control of things that they have no business
1: taking control of. And it, think of it, it's it's more like they've finally got a reason they can give people, other than just hey, you need to be ruled by us. Right. They've got a reason they can give people for falling in line. And that whole thing about, you know, they were doing the thing, like like you described, okay, the CDC has said everybody's going to get exposed. And you said, well then let's Hit it head on and get it over with. And yeah. instead, you know, let's let's you know bring volunteers and prep hospitals and you know. The, meet this. That's thing the thing. On.
0: If we're if, laying instead, people off work, we can say take those same people and put them to work building hospital yeah. extensions, training them yeah. how to uh, help. Buy these. Th-
1: you know, That's how Americans do things. And, we don't. And, yeah, we don't
0: cower exactly. in our homes. This is wrong.
1: This right. is wrong the on every is, level. Is that they're explicitly, you know, they talk about this curve and they're talking about trying to flatten the curve. Well, if you flatten the curve, what are you doing? You're extending the timeline that you're asking everybody to live in fear and cower in their homes. Yeah. This Let's is being get out seized on by governments to try to. Get people used to the idea of just doing what they're told. That's sure what this feels like. That's what I think is going on.
0: Okay, I've got i I'm agonizing over this so much, Um, and and it makes me so angry. I went out today or uh, yesterday. I went to an office park building in Blue Ash. Uh, Blue Ash is a little. Part of Cincinnati up north. Um, it's actually and there's a, a lot of office parks within Cincinnati. Right? Uh, huge parking lots that are normally filled with you know, close to a thousand cars. Uh, office workers, people there to support their families. People there; these people have kids. They're there to work. And uh, I go the other day, and it's empty. The whole dang parking lot is empty. Yeah. This is not how we deal with problems. We didn't do this in World War Two or even World War One. While we were dealing with the Spanish flu during World War One, we were still going out to meet the enemy. We
1: mm-hmm. don't
0: sit at home and cower. This this makes me so angry because it's the kind of thing I would expect Obama to do.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But you know what? If this is really a matter of of just teaching people, you know, getting people used to the idea of doing what they're told uh, so that governments, you know, will have more control, uh, that people will be more uh, easily, you know, sheep, shepherded, whatever, um, I fully expect that it's going to be in the United States that we buck that trend and reject it and say, no, we're not going to do this. I sure hope so. In fact, you know, I'm waiting for people to... I'm waiting for a... um, I mean, it it might not quite be time yet, but, like, you know how people unionized, um, you know, back in the, you know, whatever, uh, last century, um, and they would say, okay, we all got to stick together. We're going to do this thing, and if we all do this thing and stick together with it, we have power to you know cause them to you know cause you know in that case it was like management against labor and that kind of stuff well like how about a a, a coalition of restaurants gets together and they say okay we're all we're together this- we're going to open like all you know 3,000 of us in this county at the same time we're going to open and patrons who want to come in and eat here they can come in and eat here okay what are you going to do? You you going to send the national guard and like like post a guy with a gun in front of every restaurant? You can't do that. There's not enough guard power to do it. So I think it's going to come to that point in the United States. Now those European countries, I mean, they're used to keeling over and 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 opening up their bellies to we'll their take government up anyway. the government They're not going to do it. What? Exactly. But here in America, I think we're going to get to that point.
0: I certainly hope so. The problem is, I I look at... I get into these forum discussions every now and then, and it's like, am I the only one sane? Or is is it just the public shaming so powerful nowadays that nobody will... Nobody... At one time, I thought I was the only one who was sane, and then Donald Trump got elected for all the reasons I thought he should be elected for. And I realized... There's a bunch of people out there who think like I do. They just don't talk.
1: Well, it's because they're too busy living their lives and right. doing real stuff. You know, that's... Okay, well, I, but I didn't mean that as an accusation against you, but <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean. I'm it's, busy having four discussions. It's because they're real people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, here, here's the thing. I've been agonizing over this for the past two weeks because... It would be one thing if all the Democrats were doing this. But the Republicans are doing it as well. And then I it know, would be one thing for so the establishment Republicans to be doing this. But Trump seems to be all in on this. And I'm trying to figure out what the heck is going on. Trump is not this I, stupid.
1: No, I don't think he's all in. I think he's 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 finding out that he has to walk a political line. And, and this is, you know... Because, like, for example, he he, he, gave a, he said, hey, well, I know, but, like, he said, all right, you know what, we're going to get things back up and running by Easter. Well, he can't, he doesn't have the authority to force the governors to do that. He so does. if the governors don't go along with them. If he declares you, martial you know, law. Then it's like, uh, okay, well, then what does he do then? Um, uh, well, you know, you declare martial law in order to...
0: Force Declare martial the, law what? and say, "Hey, guess what, guys? You're free."
1: Yeah. We, we, I'm declaring martial law, and as of now, you can go do what you want. <laughs>
0: yeah, that would be the that would be Dude, the greatest that, thing.
1: That ever. actually would make for a really good movie, too.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, but it's not okay. I, I keep looking at this and looking at this, trying to figure out. Either a he's an idiot and somehow got fooled, but he's not that. We know he's not no, an idiot. No, he's not. And he's not. Anyone who knows me knows that I have been all in on Trump uh, from very early on, and I've never wavered there. And I'm looking at this, and I'm another possibility. I started to think is maybe we all got schnookered Maybe he's. Maybe he no, is. No, I don't think
1: so. I don't think that's the case. I don't think that's it. I, You know, like I said, I think he is finding that, you know, he's never played the political game. I mean, he's clearly an outsider, but at the same time, there are ways in which, in order to accomplish what, you know, he needs people to do certain things in order to accomplish what he wants to accomplish. He wants to get you know america back on its economic keel and get people back to work and doing what they need to do okay, but he's as taking, soon as he's possible
0: uh, he, look he's taken these guys like, from the cdc that he knows are against him
1: yeah but for example did you notice when the cdc recommended that everybody wear masks he qualified it he said it's guidance only guys there's no requirement here we're, we're not we're not laying down the All law right. You know what I mean? I mean, he's still fighting them. Okay, in, There's in a another more subtle way, perhaps.
0: And this is this is something that I've I I kind of hear rumors and uh, some of the some of the conspiracy theories, and that I, I kind of started thinking, well, well, maybe right now it actually makes the most sense to me. What if? He plans to do, see the Democrats are all looking at November as, as their goal. They, they think if they destroy the economy, and we know they're doing that on purpose. They know they love it, the fact that we just turned off two trillion dollar, whatever trillion Mm dollar economy. Right. And, and they're loving it because they can grab power and they think they can get Donald Trump thrown out, uh, that he won't be elected. What if he's got his eyes on a much, much bigger uh, prize here? What if he is planning to rebuild the economy in a way that benefits America much better than we ever suspected? For example, getting rid of the Federal Reserve.
1: Oh, stuff like 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 making big changes, huge. If 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 you're, I mean, we're already now we're accepting big decisions. We're accepting sweeping directives from our governors, and if in the aftermath of this, it's okay, guys, okay, we got to rebuild. Here are some big changes we need to make. Stuff like that, yeah. That's, like, what if we went back to what the gold what, standard? What he's doing. Mm-hmm. You would
0: have to almost shut down the economy in order to do that. In order to make look, we know that the the I don't see. Here's the problem: I don't know enough about uh, finance to. I can't really talk about this stuff because it's not even that I don't know enough about it. I'm not even interested in a in it. Yeah, and I can't <laughs> pretend to be interested in it.
1: <laughs> but I know
0: that I hear.
1: That's too bad because I am. We could have a podcast on it.
0: <laughs> I hear uh, Patriots talk about the bad moves we made. For example, when we went, when we moved away from our currency being backed by gold, and mm. things like that. And I hear about how bad it is that banks are controlling the US economy and controlling the US dollar. What if he is planning to turn that on its head?
1: Could be. I I don't know. That's um
0: I mean you're talking about much bigger picture than presidency. This is Yeah. This is gonna change
1: everything but you know what forever. he would he would have to he would have to still get elected in November in order to do that i mean yeah. i mean in the aftermath of of, of of an economic shutdown like this a president could get away with that but only if he's the president
0: right well normally i would say i i don't care who he is when when uh Millions of jobs are lost. That guy's not going to be president next
1: year. I know, but that's... two
0: things. First of all, is Trump, and he worked hard to solidify his support with his his base. I'm, yeah. I, I'll
1: still vote for Plus, him. Plus, oh, I'll vote for him. I, 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 you know, I, I even was trepidatious four years ago, but I'd vote for him in a heartbeat now. The, but you know, the other thing though is he you've got the the uh benefit of the modern media and communication system and the democrats trying to undermine him for the sake of themselves and the fact that they don't give a wit about the american people is so transparent yeah He'll get votes because of that, too.
0: Yeah. And on top of all of that, we're really going to elect Biden?
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: the guy doesn't even know what day it is.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> There's no way he could get elected.
0: Now, if they get Andrew Cuomo in there, they might have a better shot. But even then, yeah, we but- see what happened in New York.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The fact that they need all these hospitals for Trump to provide them because they can't supply them themselves says a lot about them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so even,
0: even with that, I think he's got a good chance of getting reelected, even with the shutdown of the economy. But I, you will not make me believe that he thinks what's going on right now is best for America.
1: No, I don't. I don't think so at all. I think he's he's scrambling to try to find a way that he can pull America out of it. Now, if he's seeing this as if if there are some big changes that he wishes he could make, and he's seeing this as an opportunity to make those, okay, maybe that's the case. Um, That's the only thing I I I can look
0: at to to make this make sense in my brain because I I'm so frustrated. When I, I mean, we purposely shut down the economy. That all these people with their mortgages and their their lives, it's yeah, it's all it's all going to disappear. And, and it's like... People don't feel the the real brunt of it yet, but I'm you will. Mm-hmm. You, they're not just going to flip a switch and turn this all back on again. It doesn't work no, that way.
1: No, it's 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 it can't work I that mean, way. There's going to be a lot of people Really who bad really, times are coming. Really suffer. Yeah.
0: And I I don't think Trump would ever do this. I, he uh I I believe he loves America and I believe he loves American people and I the only way I can make sense of this is if he's got something that we don't really know about maybe under his sleeve you might say Mm -hmm. that the democrats are are so they're so petty they can't they can't even see it you know
1: well that could be yeah (laughs) maybe but
0: i i'm to the point where it's like um if I'm wrong, and if he just snookered us into enacting a bunch of socialist policies, which is what they seem to be doing right now, um, I I'd I guess there's no hope anyway. So we might as well stay in for Trump.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that—that's I mean, another. Good what way else to are look you gonna it? do? Like, there's
0: nothing. Yeah. There's no direction yeah. we can go. Right. Other than flat out. Civil War, which I'm not going to do right now. So let's just keep behind Trump and and hope that he's got something uh, to turn this around.
1: Yep, that's all the that's all the news I got. Okay, well I got a few nonsense news. Oh Um ahead. And would you believe that it, it it's all related to coronavirus Uh, so so there's a fellow um, who in Florida his name is Donald Ryan he's the owner of an arts and crafts um, business called who would wonder Uh, who would w-o-o-d wonder I guess he does woodworking and stuff anyway he thought this whole thing over toilet paper was so silly he crafted he, he had these two trees in his front yard and he that he has pulleys on him because he puts up Christmas, you know, decorations and stuff every year anyway. So he crafted this uh, great big toilet paper roll and hung it between the two trees. <laughs> I'll have to send you the links to these. Um, so I can put a actually, you know, up on the website. as I'm doing that, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Let me, ah, uh, shoot. I'll have to send it to you later because I don't. I'm not on my computer that has my email. Um, okay. But anyway. So he's got an American flag flying there on one of them, but he's got these two palm trees in his yard and this big toilet paper roll hanging between them. Of course, he puts his business name on it. So, it, you know, good advertising. Good for him. Uh, you know, He, he, he makes a,
0: wood products and he put a big roll of toilet paper up. Yeah. I don't see the connection.
1: He was making fun of the whole toilet paper craze. Oh! At, Okay. By putting a huge roll of toilet paper between yeah. two trees, and his business name on it, so that he also gets advertising from it.
0: Okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. So,
1: because uh, yep.
0: everybody, it, it's weird how toilet paper was the thing that everybody went after. Because yeah, it is. I don't. Is that manufactured outside the U.S.? I don't think it is. I mean, we've got. A, I think we have. Well, I guess there's some. We have down paper south, but here. we've got a lot of. We've got a huge lumber uh, mm-hmm. industry, industry in America. Right. That's well, one you know, of when, the things we're not going to run out of.
1: When the grocery stores all ran out of it, I went online and it's like, oh, I can get indust. Yeah, well, industrial toilet paper doesn't sound right, but you know, like like mm-hmm. the toilet paper that they deliver for for businesses and stuff. That, yeah. It's yeah. not as good. It might be two ply. Um... You know, not like Charmin ultra soft, you know, aloe filled, you know, whatever. But yeah. um, it's like, oh yeah, I can get that. I can get it at a reasonable price. There's no problem if I need toilet paper. I can get toilet not paper. There's
0: gonna be a shortage of toilet paper. Yeah, you know the so, you know, I'll tell you a secret. I'll tell you. This is for all you, all you people out there with little kids who constantly uh stop up the toilet. I know it's <laughs> yeah. a pain, but buy single ply and your problem will disappear. It will. Because here's the thing kids no matter what use the same length of toilet
1: paper. Yeah, whether it's thick or not. And so they haven't, they haven't learned yet. Right. So if you get thick toilet paper, it's like putting
0: a whole roll of paper towels down your toilet and it's gonna clog. If you put one ply in there, and maybe if you even keep a keep a keep a two or three ply somewhere hidden for yourself, but put one ply in there, they will stop stopping up the toilet. Little tip.
1: Yep. Okay, by the way, I'm I decided I'm gonna go ahead and send these to you right now.
0: All right, well, start talking about it, I still want to hear
1: Okay, so, uh, apparently, the, in Wales, the coronavirus, because everybody has deserted the streets, uh, so, some goats have come down from the hills and decided to, uh, make their home in the town. <laughs>
0: huh. What kind of goats? <laughs>
1: the town, wild um, a Gang of Mountain Goats, it says. Let's see, uh, you might recognize, like, the specific, um... You know, kind of goats, but a herd of growth in, and land. Did no North Wales. Mm You know, Welsh city names are weird and hard to pronounce. Um,
0: why am I not getting your email?
1: Uh, I don't know. I just email
0: comes right through.
1: Okay, so look at these. Look at these pictures in this article, they're hilarious. And I guess they have a few videos too, but I haven't played the videos. I'm just looking at the pictures. Isn't that awesome? Yeah.
0: Well, the video starts playing automatically. There it is.
1: Yeah. There's some big old ghosts. Can you imagine getting <laughs> hit by one of those things? I know. I was. They've got that one that uh, they like. Somebody got right up in his face and took a picture, and it's like, boy, yeah. In <laughs> the bushes. It's a good thing. Good thing he's being chill right now. <laughs> Do you know what a
0: weird thing is? Okay, take away the horns that way. Yeah. Um, and maybe cut the hair a little bit. This looks, it looks a like a like son and goat.
1: Or um
0: the Blanche.
1: Like yeah. A, yeah, except Blanche. the ears are a little bit too long too, because the
0: No, Blanche wasn't. No, no, the, no, no, uh, no, 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 no,
1: no. I'm thinking of Bonnie. You're right. You're right. I'm thinking of the La Mancha. Uh Yeah. yeah this the right, and does. goat
0: was the, the white one and they've got that mm-hmm. caved that, that curved nose kinda. And yep. uh Yeah.
1: Yeah, that huh. could be Blanche. I, except for the hair and the horns. But, but right. uh, of course, we had the horns burned off. So
0: so this was a son and goat that we used to have. Um, they're they're white, and it was a dairy goat, but it never got old enough to give milk because it had brain damage, and it beat me up.
1: You know, Man, I, was was mean. Th- I mean, I, I, of course, didn't know about it then. I didn't know about these things. But I wonder if what it had was the goat version of mad cow disease.
0: I I don't think so. I think uh, if you don't correctly take their horns off um, when they're kids, I mean, if they're very small kids, and when you take their horns off, you could you could leave it on there, leave the iron on there a little bit too long, and it will give them brain damage.
1: Yeah, but she developed it. She wasn't that way from the beginning. We had her for a good year.
0: Well, I think she just got older and old enough to where she could attack. Did she attack you?
1: No, but but, but I was I mean, smaller she got,
0: than her, and as remember, as she got she, bigger than me, she would just attack me.
1: Oh, uh, I don't remember that, but what I remember is she got into this state where she would always lay back and try to turn her head upside down.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. And, I just and knew that Dad she would explained.
1: Attack me. That the the guy the, the vet that he took her to said that this disease can make it so that so that basically it flips their their vision oh. vision view. Okay, I didn't so know like, that.
0: I thought it I thought it was from the the horn debuting, and I thought I thought she always had it. Okay.
1: Oh yeah, no, I I think she. So developed. there is a specific disease that yeah. caused
0: her. Uh, okay.
1: yeah it was I I remember when it happened and and, I mean it was a fairly fast degrading when it happened
0: did it but it did involve her being more aggressive she wouldn't even let me get out she would just keep bucking me every time I stood up
1: Mm -hmm. mhm okay anyway this next one is hilarious so this this guy's trying to come up with a uh, an astrophysicist what's an astrophysicist doing with medical stuff Uh, he's trying to come up with a coronavirus invention to prevent you, or at least warn you from touching your face. So like every time you go to touch your face, he was thinking, oh yeah, we should make an alarm, a sound, an alarm sound or something like that. Now this is just hilarious. I'm going to read part of this. Uh, so he's a 27 year old astrophysicist, research fellow at Melbourne university. He studies pulsars and gravitational waves. How cool is that? Uh he and his partner were working to create a necklace that sounds an alarm when someone tries to touch their face. He began by wearing magnets on their wrists, but then he tried putting magnets in his nose. He said it's the same logic as clipping pegs to your ears. I clipped them to my earlobes and then clipped them to my nostril and things went downhill pretty quickly when I <laughs> clipped the magnets to my other nostril. Because you a can't magnet breathe. No. (laughs) A magnet on each side of the septum. You know what the septum is. It's the middle part between your two nostrils. A magnet on each side of his septum attracted together, leaving both stuck inside his nose. He said he Googled (laughs) a solution. After reading an article about an 11-year-old who also got magnets stuck in his nose, he tried to use other (laughs) magnets to pull them out. Those magnets also got stuck once he lost his grip.
0: (laughs) this is an astrophysicist
1: (laughs) yeah as I was pulling downwards to try and remove the magnets they clipped (laughs) they clipped onto each other and I lost my grip and those two magnets ended up in my left (laughs) nostril while the other one was in my right at this point I ran out of magnets (laughs) 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 these are the guys who study these are the guys who study gravitational waves
0: wow didn't occur to him that they would stick together up there. You know what uh it reminds me of just the fact that he was even going in that direction <laughs> and looking for a system to warn you if someone touches your face.
1: Well it's if uh, you touch your face. It's trying to if remind you. Touch you not your not own to, face. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. There was a Barney Miller episode where uh, this inventor had broken oh, Barney into Miller. some company I haven't seen one yeah. of those in so long. I, I' downloaded the whole series it's like nine uh, seasons I love that yeah. show <laughs> but they had he had invented tan alert so you'd carry around this box and you had suction cups that you'd stick all over your body that would tell you when you're at the right tan level so you didn't get sunburned but it, <laughs> it, left it it's things like that white
1: spots with the suction cups.
0: Yeah, I guess so. But the fact that you need something to tell
1: you—yeah, about your own—yeah, exactly. You don't know you're touching your face, I <laughs> like guess. This is... Anyway. <laughs> so that was funny. I would, I would like to have landed on that or left, you know, uh, ended on that one. But we have a Walmart story. Oh, Walmart! I love Walmart. <laughs> this one would you believe you know I, I I, I, think maybe somebody concocted events to try to make this happen um, and, and they must have seen a certain movie with Natalie Portman because it turns out that a woman gave birth inside a Walmart
0: on purpose or did well, she go there knowing she was water, giving birth her,
1: her, her water broke while she was shopping a nurse who happened to be present this is at the Springfield Walmart Springfield, Missouri uh, assisted Uh the mother while a store manager held up a sheet for privacy and (laughs) another worker did crowd control now, you'd think, okay finally we have one that has nothing to do with coronavirus but what aisle do you think she was in when she gave birth? toilet 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 paper. paper (laughs) Wow. <laughs> it was toilet paper. <laughs> okay, so that's all Walmart, I got. If... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did do you ever see that movie where the heart is? No, that's I would not have ever seen it uh, if if is if I didn't have a wife who made. A oh wait a minute, Is this where who maybe watch like, movies
0: in Walmart or something?
1: Yeah, it's the Walmart Baby movie. Okay. That's why I was saying. Somebody must have seen that movie and then said, hey, we I should do that so. for real sometimes. I thought she <laughs> would do that in real
0: life. I don't... How could she not... Okay, your water breaks while you're in Walmart. Don't you drop everything and run to the you door? Go to the hospital. To go to the hospital.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, it's it's hey, not like your water breaks <laughs> and then you're going to drop the baby right away. <laughs>
0: you want a good Walmart story? <laughs>
1: You have one? You're going to like this. Uh, yeah. Okay. Is uh, this a personal one?
0: This is Mike Fox. Oh.
1: <laughs> not just a Walmart story, but a Mike Fox story. And a Walmart story. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, guys. You know every every group of friends has that one guy who's just so so socially awkward he would never have friends if you guys didn't kind of take him under your wings yeah and and if if
1: you don't know what we're talking about you're that guy
0: yeah yeah. (laughs) so you've got a friend out there or you are the friend out there who just who couldn't make his way to the bathroom without help and this is (laughs) Mike and he uh Wanted something up on a high shelf, and he gets it down, but it's like still packaged. He wants he Uh-oh. wants one of the I don't know. We'll just say a car or a a, a, a bottle of WD forty. He wants WD forty okay. out of there, but it's all packaged. Up they're still in the shrink wrap. That,
1: that it has. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So he's got first he's climbing up there and getting it, which you're not supposed to do. He gets it down and he has to open it. So he gets his giant knife out of his uh holster. And it's like he I'm not even calling it a sheath. It's more like a holster that he walks around in. And he gets his giant knife out and tries to cut the straps. But he cuts his arm. <laughs> They said the blood was squirting like twelve feet away. It was like a
1: boom, oh my, boom, boom oh my, boom. it's
0: squirting everywhere. And the Walmart manager, some poor kids, trying to figure out what the heck to do here. And he's called the ambulance, but he's bleeding all over everything. I mean, blood is splattering everywhere. If anyone gets close, they got blood on them. And this is. This is a long time ago. This isn't
1: oh, COVID nineteen. Poor, poor. <laughs> I don't think he. I think he's laughing the whole time. I wasn't there for okay. but I talked to the people who were.
0: So they start. They run over. They're in the automotive aisle, so they start getting. You know those red automotive rags that mm-hmm. you see in the shops. They yep. start opening oh. them by the dozen to wrap <laughs> to around his s- arm. <laughs> Before the fa- ambulance finally shows up and they I think they made him lay on a thing and carried him out <laughs>
1: Gosh.
0: That's that's how Mike called away. Yeah, were you yep, there when yep. he caught on fire in our kitchen? I was not. No.
1: Wait, you know no, what? Wait, was, I'm trying to think. No, I, uh, was, I was I was there like you being there. I was there a week or two after and you guys were telling me about it. I wasn't there when he actually caught on fire. Okay.
0: Because we're we're cooking a giant pot of chili, which we do every Saturday, and uh, my mom makes chili. All the families come over, and we all have chili and we have a good time. Mike is there for some reason uh, early on that day, and he keeps leaning against the stove. He's been told six times, Mike, we're trying to cook. Don't lean on the don't stove. On the yeah, stove. yeah, mostly because we don't want his nasty hair falling into our chili. Yeah. Even though there's a lid, we just don't want him near it. And he just didn't listen. He kept leaning against it. Suddenly, his whole back is up in flames because he leaned too close to He had a jacket on, one of those, uh, those plaid jackets. Mm hmm. The, uh, what are those? Kind of, you mean, like the herb, I'm
1: herb charlie charlie jackets? The, uh,
0: they're insulated, kind of. They're, they're real thin.
1: Oh, I know like, what you mean. Uh, I like, like lumberjack jackets, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah.
0: He's got okay. one of those yeah. on, and it just, it just, it was like, in a second, somebody saw a little bit of smoke, and then all of a sudden, his whole back was up in flames. Oh my. Oh we're trying to push him down to get <laughs> his back out. <laughs> He's trying to run away from us.
1: Oh we my. couldn't get him
0: to lay down, so we, hey, Mike, it's stop, drop, and roll, and finally we had to push him down and stomp him out. And
1: roll him around. <laughs> That could have started the house on fire. Yeah, I know. If he had gotten away from you. Yeah, it's a
0: good thing we caught him. Somebody tripped him as he was trying to run out the oh, kitchen. gosh. Everybody knows they've got a friend like that.
1: But, or, or poor well, you. Cause. If you don't have a friend like that, you are the friend like that.
0: Alright, is that the last of our uh, nonsense that, stories?
1: That is the last I, of it. I, I am out. There. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, maybe next week we'll talk about something other than COVID-19. That would be nice. We did this week,
1: a little bit. We talked about Galileo. Yeah. Yeah. We'll come up with something.
0: Well, think about what we said, folks. and uh,
1: Circle the beads.
0: Yeah, you really need to circle the beads right now. Uh, yep. Pray for our Pope. I don't know where his head is, but uh, I think it's in his rear end you don't want to say he needs to get it out of there (laughs) yeah he needs to get it Um, out
1: and uh start being the pope we need the mass yep we
0: need mass we need communion um so we'll start with the rosary and uh we'll see you next week
1: all right bye everyone